Yes. Jesus, what is this nappy time? Am I the only person that actually wakes up on Saturday? I woke up. <laughs> For some reason, I like I'm trained to wake up so crazy early, so I can't even sleep until eight on Saturday. I always wake up at like six forty. Which is not restful. I mean, I sleep in a little on Saturday. I wake up by 9. Yeah, if I could sleep until 9, that would be awesome. But I've never... Ever since I got this new job, I haven't been able to do it. You should just come over here real early on Saturday. We'll get so much done. (laughs) Hello, this is Fast Karate podcasting into the 21st century on this date of... I'm going to say March 3rd? That sounds about right. You know what comes out March... No, it's the 7th. The 300? Yeah. Wow, is it that recent? Soon. Gotta say, I'm not as pumped as everybody else in this apartment is. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll go see it, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's totally right up my alley. It's big, homoerotic, bearded men beating up on, you know, yeah, other people. From what I can gather, there's no or little women in this movie. Which causes me to question, who's Frank Miller gonna make a whore? <laughs> It's true. It's going to be hard, but I think he'll manage to do it. <laughs> now, there's total. There's women. I've seen him in the previous. Maybe he'll rag on some gay guys instead. <laughs> he'll he'll make whores because now they don't even have to have speaking parts. They can just be, you know, naked. background naked images of women interlaced with extreme bloody violence. Did you see that video of God of War 2? How they have some sort of hot springs three-way or something? Like they did in the first game where... There's the two girls in the bed, and you jump on the bed and push circle, and then it pans away to like a vase at the side of the bed. And there's a mini game where you push square and triangle, and the vase bounces up and down, and you can hear people moaning. Come on, guys, <laughs> that's sad. Well, it's the only way you can make your unexciting combat system yeah. more exciting. And they were like, "Man, you know, Greek mythology is like very, very sexual. So in reality, we wouldn't be doing the source material justice." And I was like, I think it was more about Zeus kind of banging whoever he wanted and, you know, this but the interpolation is- of God and man. And it was a little deeper than, like, hot three-way on a boat. Uh, well, there's that scene where um, Hephaestus catches Ares in bed with... Is it Aphrodite that Hephaestus is married to? I yeah. can't remember. But whoever his beautiful wife is, mm-hmm. he makes the golden net and catches them. It and Zeus Aphrodite. never makes love AKA to a woman. Vulcan and Venus. <laughs> Zeus never makes love to a woman as either Zeus? a god. Well, because if he did, he would incinerate them. Usually he's a shower of gold or, or a, a swan or a yeah. bull in Io's case. So you know what? Until you're going to have like some weird horse video in the middle of your video game, don't claim to be uh, you know, really being sticking loyal to the source material. Sor- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah we're using gods of war as a vehicle to uh to increase interest in uh you know classical studies it's just like the odyssey <laughs> god they need to make a video game of like they the can make Iliad. 10 of them yeah each island every yeah every year <laughs> when you get to the see they could make a, that claim if they went to Circe's island when odysseus spent and like nine turned into years Banging Circe. I can. Uh, I never understood. Teachers in high school would always gloss over that because when Odysseus gets back, you know, it's like, oh, he loves yeah, he Penelope so much. He kills all the suitors, and I'm like, what? No, he kills all the suitors because a he wants his land, which Penelope is the only link to at this point, and Penelope is basically his property. So he's not going to be disrespected yeah. by these suitors. It's like uh, gangster rap yeah. of the BC era. It's like, yo, homie, I know you all up in my grill. <laughs> it's Get the, off my woman, dog. It's the least romantic thing ever. Which is not something that could be said for a lot of uh, ancient mythology, <laughs> let's say. But if when I think romance, I think of a cool Tokyo night spot where you're finally going to go and bed that lady you've been working on for three months. Hey, Joel. And then... Don't at, jump the gun. At the end of Coitus... She turns into a spider demon and tries to bite off your wang with her vagina fangs. I know it sounds crazy, but it is every man's nightmare. Back to the classical era, the <laughs> vagina dentata, I believe they called it. Used to great effect in Snow Crash, though not nearly as exciting. Yeah. Anyway, I thought before we talked about the movie, which if you can't guess what it is by now, and after having no, don't seen even it tell on them. the website. If you can't guess what it is by now, stop listening if to this you podcast. you don't know me by now. 
I thought we'd talk about an email we received a couple weeks ago that I meant to talk about last week, but we didn't really plan anything on this show ever, so <laughs> we remembered this time, and now we're going to talk about it. Hooray for us! It's from Jer- Jerome Van Culkin. He says, I've just finished listening to all your podcasts, and I do enjoy listening to your rants and raves, but I've been a bit confused on one subject. Dave, in your earlier shows, you openly opposed downloading anime. And in your recent shows, you frequently mentioned downloading shows. Now, are you opposed to downloading or just opposed to people who try to justify it? Personally, if, if I can't rent a title, I'll download it, but I know I'm pirating material. As for subs or dubs, I typically... Eh, I can leave that out. <laughs> you've, you've discussed giant robot anime extensively in your podcast, but I don't recall any discussion about giant robot video games. The most notable games of my experience are Armored Core and Front Mission 4. I've recently started playing Super Robot Wars Tyson, Original Generation, thanks to Anime World Order, and while I'm enjoying the combat, I load the dialogue in between. What are some of your suggestions for giant robot video games? Also, you mentioned digital animation. I was wondering if you could go into more detail as to why you don't like it. Truthfully, I didn't realize slash notice until I watched an episode of Excel Saga where Excel... Okay, so Jerome, as to your first point, uh, I'm pretty sure we've made no secret of this in the past, but... We're almost less concerned with the piracy as the attitude of piracy that surrounds it. But that's something that needs to be qualified, too. Joel and I both believe that if you want to enjoy something, you should pay for it. Especially if these things are made easily available to you. Well, not that you should pay for it, but if there is a market that actually exists and a legal structure in which something should be enjoyed, then you should take advantage of that as opposed to going around that structure... And just basically, you know, shooting yourself in the foot later on down the road when when you've, you know, sort of, I don't know, dammed up the river that was supplying you all uh, the enjoyment. As I'm almost certain I've said before, even if you don't want to be totally altruistic about that and, like, hand these people your money, consider it this way. In two separate ways. First off, when you buy a DVD, the anime companies over here get to keep going, which is good. Like, the more sales they make, the more stuff they can bring over here. But Japan is increasingly becoming uh, part of a global market. Maybe against some of their wishes. They they still wish they were in 1400s, surrounded by the Koikaze, so nobody could get into the... Koikaze? Kamikaze. So nobody could... Oh, God! Uh, yes, surrounded by... So, so no, nobody no. could get into their island. I think you've hit on something with Koikaze. They're trying to surround themselves like that, so nobody wants, wants to, to get come in. in there. Take that, Admirable <laughs> Perry. <laughs> so, regardless of Japan wanting to be an isolationist culture, uh, a lot of animation studios right now require on America for a lot of their support. So when you buy a DVD over here, the money goes back to the guys over there, and they get to keep making things. Like, how many shows recently were produced by American companies? Ghost in the Shell, stuff like that. Stuff that... The second season of Big O was financed in part by Cartoon Network. Like, you, you really should buy these things because it it actually generates. Like, I can understand. It's different with a show that already exists. Like, you're right. If I just I can just get what I want now, and it doesn't matter because I'm not necessarily hurting anyone because they already all got paid and all that stuff. But the problem is you're shooting yourself down in the foot in the future. Especially Big O is an especially good example because. People legitimately supporting that led to the creation of more of what they like. Yeah. Which is how it really works. I mean, I'm not necessarily like a free market capitalism type of guy, but that's the the system our world has adopted. And unless we're going to like, you know, rework the entire system through anime piracy, we might as well just go out there and support the companies we enjoy. Which is the perfect jumping off point for what our real problem with piracy is. And that's people who think they deserve it. Because everybody knows that cartoons from Japan are your right. And God forbid if someone tries <laughs> to take it away from you. They get it for free over there. We've already discussed that. Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> they watch ads. And when they buy the DVDs, they cost like $50. And they get two episodes. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if there's anything more to say than that. I, well, I'm, well, we... the. I mean, the legalistic point that we're missing that he mentions in here is when we download anime, it's normally, well, I don't know, pretty much always unlicensed. And yeah. when it starts being licensed, most of the torrents dry up anyway because they well, don't want to get sued. Hope. I guess there's still ways. Death Note got licensed a few weeks ago, 
And I still hear people talking about it. Like, I'm only, sure that there's ways he's going. I only know one website to get fan subs at because I don't really know a whole lot about the internet or fan subs. So, it's I know it's not on that website. Yeah. But I just I don't have enough interest in going out of my way, which is one thing I like about when they license stuff. I don't have to do a whole lot of work. <laughs> and I have, as I've said before, more money than I do time. Yeah. So to save me a couple hours downloading and looking something up and converting it into a format I can use because, God forbid, there be some sort of standard for your, like, oh, this one's 888 pixels by out. 372. I mean, encoded, encoded this one using Petroiska, so you have to use CMK. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, Petroiska, that's like the worst thing ever. Check it out, man. We've got, like... Fan subbers liner notes in the movie. It's awesome. Yes. Except you have to use some stupid ass codec. <laughs> and if you want to read the liner notes, you have to use some stupid ass program. <laughs> I guess that's fun if you're like a tech guy, but I'm guessing most people aren't. Yeah. And even I, I kind of know stuff about this, and I'm not interested. It is neat to know that this character was based off a historical character. But you could have put a text file in in with the download. There's many options. Yes. I don't know. I think if you really like a show, you should buy it because then not only is money going back to the creators, but you're suggesting that other shows of this type will be beneficial to be made. Because you know what? In Japan, aren't the really creepy guys the ones that buy the most stuff? And that's why... We have There's all this a whole garbage. bunch of maid shows and moe shows and little girl vampire cat ear shows. <laughs> so maybe if more people bought stuff like Ghost in the Shell, or have a lot you know, more Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, and more Cowboy Bebop and more Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. And a whole heck of a lot more Berserk. We need a second season. <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> oh, Joel, the whole internet cries with you. <laughs> A second season where they flashback from the flashbacks of the flashbacks. <laughs> Which actually puts them back in reality. I knew I was never going to get Berserk in that like fourth or fifth episode when they had a flashback in the flashback. Well, the whole season is a flashback. I was like, all right. Because <laughs> it starts off in, you know, he's in the bar and he's already got the mechanical hand and the giant-ass sword. It makes me think of watching Saw 3 and at the end of the movie they flashback to something that just happened. Yeah. Like, he's like narrating the crucial decision this guy made that screwed him. Well, in the same room where it happens <laughs> like yeah thanks for the heads up since we just saw that yeah i just did it <laughs> anyway uh his other points what are good robot games i don't know you've hit a lot of them front mission four is good uh i tend to agree with your assessment of super robot wars tech romancer tech romancer is fun but that's hardly a super robot game I mean, it has a lot of super robots in it, but it's a fighting game. If you lo- but I mean, if you like all that super robot crap, you're going to yeah. like Techromancer. If you want to jo- go for just aesthetics, Techromancer for the Dreamcast is a lot of fun and a lot of self-referential humor. Isn't there a, a Super Robot Wars going- coming out on the PlayStation 2? Yeah, it's the remake of the first and second uh, original generations, which looks totally sweet. It does look totally the sweet. The animation is so cool, and I really hope that comes over here, but it probably won't. But I bought my copies of Original Generations <laughs> 1 and 2, so maybe this is put your money where your mouth is in action, not to keep going back to that point. I know, I really like Zone of the Enders 2. Oh, yeah, I that's think another Zone of the one. Enders 1 is totally missable, especially since the only redeeming quality of Zone of the Enders 1 is the combat, and it's, the combat is decades ahead in Zone of the Enders 2. So it, you can just play the, first, the second one and Definitely. not really be missing out. I can't really think of that many other robot... Yeah, it's weird. I'm glad it's I don't know. I, the Armored Core series is always a good bet. A good backup. If you yeah. want clunky ass controls, it's always they, fun. They, they really changed they that in the that. newer versions. Now that they fix the controls, my only concern with the game is they need to stop the part number naming system. Like, oh, this is the rifle called XFM yeah. ZX twenty nine thirty one. Real no, cool. You need to call it like the mutilator. So when I'm scrolling through a list of fifty of these things. <laughs> I actually know which one's which. Or how about big gun? Like well, heavy machine gun. Who cares? By the time you get to a certain point in Armored Core, you have so much freaking money. You just I just go to the the, the shop and buy everything on the list in case I want one of them. <laughs> like I don't pick there. I just go and equip it and see if it sucks. But we forgot the greatest robot game ever. What's that? Which is really more of a fighting game, which is Virtual Lawn. Oh, of course. If you 
Virtual onions. Awesome. God, every time I say Shoot, those words. I really want to play it right now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, we shouldn't have said that because now I have to go and hook up my Dreamcast. My Dreamcast is already plugged in. And tell Kathy to leave me alone. I'm playing virtual For on. like three or four hours. God, that game is so fun. God, I can't beat the freaking last boss's Dodora or whatever. The, Dodora. Yeah, well, the last boss being impossible for anyone who has slow attacks. Or anyone... There's only like four people that it's easy with. It's easy with... Uh, Raiden. Raiden, Temjin, um, Spesinef, and... It actually wasn't bad with Balbados either. Yeah. Everybody else... Dordre is who you're thinking of. Dordre is impossible. <laughs> He's only got that one... Uh, like his right attack... No, the drill doesn't do any damage to him. Awesome. <laughs> so he's got like this, like that fireball attack, which is the the right weapon and the right trigger at the same time. But that takes like five minutes to recharge, and you only get two. Yeah, and you've you only, only got a minute to beat the boss. You've only got two shots to actually damage the boss, so you better make them count. I remember Cipher or Viper Two, as I prefer to call him, being really hard too because the guy had no freaking attacks. Like, oh yeah, like uh, Viper Two is really good because he's, well, he's fast. Well, he's got the straight beam. That's but decent. it's not that damaging. It's not that damaging. It's the, fine against normal people because you can move around and use it more than twice in the entire <laughs> fight. But you don't get a lot of options to hurt the last boss. He's yeah. invincible most of the time. But that if you basically buy Dreamcast and pick up these fighting games, that's our advice to you, <laughs> I guess. I, I agree with your assessment of. Super Robot Wars that the talkie sometimes gets to be a little too much but it is so amazingly melodramatic at times that I like freaking love it that's mostly the in battle stuff but they've got the the main character is like the gambler so nice. you're like oh I gotta pull out my trump card he's like looks like I bet on the wrong ace <laughs> it just says like really cheesy stuff that Japanese people think are cool and by virtue of them thinking it's cool like I kind of think it's cool too and it's <laughs> This like roundabout thing. I don't know. But anyway, to the matter at hand. We spent a lot of time, I guess, beating around the bush. This is gonna be a long podcast. And you know why? Because we've been talking about talking about this movie for I don't know, the entire time we've had a podcast. As well we should have, <laughs> because this is one of the greatest accomplishments in Eastern cinema. I guess. Superseded only by its live-action variation. The movie that we're talking... Telekinetic plane control is all I have to say. And we're going to land it on top of a building. And now everybody's safe. Uh, The movie we're talking about is, of course, Wicked City. Also, I'm pretty sure there was a chick that was ridden like a motorcycle in the live-action version. (laughs) Regardless of what Alex says, I'm almost certain... A chick turned into a motorcycle. I believe it because chicks turn into a lot of things in Wicked City. Mostly um, vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> or things that are loosely... Or goo. Yeah. Or... This is uh, very subtly supposed to be a vagina. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's real metaphorical. It's, it's a very deep and... Uh, you have to think. There is nothing subtle about Wicked City. Wicked City is an attack on the senses. <laughs> Yes, it is an attack on your senses and your sensibilities. No way. This is the <laughs> this is the attack on people who live their life like total sisters. All right, we actually without have to, arm chains. We have we have to get down to actually talking about this. All right, so Wicked City starts out with this with Taki, Taki Renzo Buro, voiced by Greg Snaghall, the best guy <laughs> to come out of Streamline Animation ever. Who else did he voice from Streamline? Uh, GoGo Thirteen. Excellent. And now it all makes perfect sense. I mean, he's no Mike Reynolds, but he's still pretty good. You'll recall we talked about Golgo 13 and sex. And, you know, we were thinking, like, I don't, nothing could be more sexual or misogynistic than Golgo 13. Wrong! Well, you know that as soon as you see the worm <laughs> mouth raping the chick. And the fact that Dave could say that about this movie tells you something. Yeah, you wouldn't think that's a phrase you'd ever say. <laughs> You wish it wasn't a phrase you'd ever say, or ever even be in a situation where you could think about a worm. Even like mouth rape in general Let's is a really call uncomfortable it topic. Yeah. We have to think of some sort of phrase. Kitten bashing. <laughs> he's he's fuzzle dumpling. But... Fuzzle, yeah, he's fuzzle dumpling. <laughs> fuzzle dumpling the woman. So the worm is fuzzle dumpling this chick, but it's still a worm. 
and you still want to throw up all over yourself. I think the phallic intimations are quite obvious. That's just it. That's why it's not subtle. Like, I go, when, we were, when we got done watching this, I was trying to think about how you would really describe Wicked City. And the idea that popped in my head was, like, hentai primer. This is sort of like the... The thing you grease up your mind with so that you can, you know, enter into hentai without... you know, It's a slippery slope. Yeah. And this is the oil you pour on the slope. Well, it's you got to be ready so you don't just get blown away immediately. Because if you go into hentai and you're watching, like, the 17-foot tall demon raping a girl with his many and varied tentacles, you might get a little uncomfortable. But that's just it. You should get uncomfortable. <laughs> so you watch Wicked City to prep yourself, and it's only one tentacle. And hey, you know what? It's not just... A male demon raping a girl, it's a female demon turning into a vagina and then eating somebody. Trying to bite off a guy's With dog. said vagina. No, not trying to bite off some dude. She was like wrapping, like, she wanted him inside of her. And so she was gonna, you know, absorb his whole body into her. Oh, no. Oh, okay. You're I'm talking thinking... about the later vagina girl. All right, here's, here's something to remember about Wicked City. We went through this with... I think we did the same thing with Apocalypse Zero. With, like, things that aren't... There are other things and other things that aren't things. All right. Women are sometimes vaginas, but vaginas are sometimes monsters. Not sometimes, still. Always? <laughs> Pretty much. That's a lesson you learn. Stay away from women. This They're is deadly. real 1100s thinking. Like, <laughs> don't let that vagina get its grips on you. But yeah, Wicked City is totally bizarre. This is the anime that you'd be like watching, and you're like, "Oh, it's a cartoon," and you, you're all calm, and you know, you put it in when your mom's home because you're like, "Whatever, it's anime. It's not that bad." And then you know, you you kick the DVD player out the window so that your mom doesn't. Just Holy go. crap! <laughs> she like walks up and she's like, "Why did you throw it out the window? It, it was catching on fire. I had to get rid I of it. I saved our lives. <laughs> you should be grateful. <laughs> I helped you." <laughs> Exactly. And maybe you did save your mom's life. Because if she walked in while you were watching... Maybe Wicked you City, saved your life. Yeah. From precisely. her belt. <laughs> and you might be thinking, Joel, there's segments of Wicked City that aren't that bad. Yes, but none of those segments are more than three minutes long. <laughs> there's, I mean, I, yeah. Well, that's I, basic film school, Joel. It's like, you know, you don't want to hold a cut for more than three or four seconds. <laughs> so, too... <laughs> You don't want to have uh, three or four minutes where there's no sort of tentacle rape or finger banging going on. <laughs> and then the other lesson of Wicked City... or Wicked City takes place over the course of a single night. And it is a story of Taki and what's the chick's name? Makie. Makie. Uh, trying to protect Giuseppe... Myart. Myart. The strangely... Eth- like the... Ethno-diverse. Ethno- yeah. Elder guy, old man who yeah. is two hundred years and what old, and why do they have to protect him? Because he is required to sign a treaty between these two warring factions, the real world and the dark world, from which Machia comes, which is a world inhabited by demons, who, when they come to the real world, look totally hot. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, uh, yeah. Until their arms turn into spider legs and they grab you and try and bite your penis off. Which might still be pretty then, hot. Depending on whether or not you're into less that. hot. <laughs> Only but slightly still so. still pretty hot. Uh, but yeah, so it takes place over one night before this treaty and there's a group of radicals from the dark world attempting to disrupt the treaty by assassinating Giuseppe. Figuring that he was there to sign the original treaty with these people and for the re-signing, they figure they need him to secure that the Dark World was want to do business. Yeah. So, that's basically the plot. You know, it's not a character-driven drama. It is. Oh, it definitely is. Because <laughs> I want to be like Taki, Renzubaro. Renzubaro? He's my freaking hero. God. The coolest guy in anime, I'll tell you what. He's not the coolest guy in anime. Oh yeah, he is because he's so smooth. I can't. The, the coolest ladies. guy in anime is Chico Rodriguez. <laughs> Everybody knows All right, that. He's second coolest. <laughs> Sombrero Gundam. I'm the Gundam from Mexico, so uh, of course I control water. I think it was Cactus Gundam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember. I thought he had a trident, and I remember thinking, "Is the only reference to Mexico these people know Acapulco?" <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah. Uh, Throughout the night, they suffer many trials and tribulations. Taki doesn't suffer crap. He gets thrown into a few walls. Makie gets raped like four to twenty times. I don't even know. It's basically she's well, introduced. It really depends on kills how, one guy, what you then gets raped. <laughs> like the rest of the movie to is her, her being raped. To her credit, she kills two guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but not without being raped twice in between. No, no, she kills two guys at the very beginning. She kills both the oh, she does the kill gooey head guy and the rib, rib cage. Dude. Cage guy. <laughs> rib cage, cage guy, yes. He uses rib cage as a cage. <laughs> <laughs> a literal cage. And Joel exaggerates, but not by much. Well, we don't we can't accurately count how many times she's been raped because at one point she's captured. It really depends on And how as far you as we know, <laughs> she's just continuously being raped like, the we, entire time. Are we talking about discreet intervals or something is it's just like you know there's there's a lot of ways you could classify it doesn't matter because things are forced on her of an erotic nature in at least five instances no it's three well there are three guys in one of the instances so yeah well that's what i'm asking how are we counting this i guess these are things i need to know (laughs) but yeah uh that's why, you know, like, I don't even know what to say. It really disappoints me because I don't, it's not like I watch very much anime frequently, but Wicked City is one that I've actually, I see every couple of years by happenstance or whatever. And I guess I always really dumb down the whole rape thing in my <laughs> head, which makes me think I like it a lot more than I do. And I still do like it, but I think I would like it more. Because There's really, I could handle, like, some of it, because some of it's just referential. But the worm thing is where I draw the line. Well, the worm th- thing is, like, outright pornographic. <laughs> Whereas some of the stuff, it's like, you can... it would, You get away with it on Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just softcore. It's, it's yeah. just as pornographic, but whatever. The worm thing that we're talking about... Is this parasitic worm jumps out of this dude's mouth? He 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 got the worm from a titty, by the way. Yeah. Just so you know, don't be careful what you put your lips. So on. if you're in Japan and some big-breasted, brown-haired woman says, "Hey, it's worse than AIDS. It's worse than super AIDS. <laughs> There's no condoms for your I mouth. Th- <laughs> Actually, there are. They're called dental dams. Yeah, you did not pass health. I isn't it weird health. that I, I learned that in health school? <laughs> What the hell kind of education is that? Like, they yeah. told us don't have sex or your penis explodes. Or here's sixteen year old learn about a dental dam, and I'm like, I've never even seen a woman naked. Yeah, right. What are you gonna get mouth herpes? That would actually be pretty unfortunate. You can still get herpes from a dental dam. Curses. <laughs> Abstinence is the only guarantee. Um, yeah, right. This worm thing we're talking about. Yeah, you're. It's probably worse than AIDS because it might kill you, but it's also, you know raping you and i can understand why you know aids can be humiliating in certain cultures i mean that's why africa deals with it because there's a lot of stigma surrounding being infected with aids but uh it doesn't explode all around you and then uh uh shove its phallic tongue down your throat which is not a great place to be probably pretty great if you're the worm though <laughs> ah <laughs> i this is something like after i saw i that's I would immediately, immediately kill myself after that. If I survived, I would pray for death. And then when I didn't die, I would kill myself no matter what. Like, if there was a corner of a table, I would hit my head on it so hard so many times that I died. (laughs) Pray you didn't pass out before you could accomplish the task. Yeah, I question uh, the logic of the film creators that... After this horrendous night, the first thing she wants to do is make love to her man. This is the background story. Taki and Makie really need to get together and have a kid, and that's what's going to seal the pact. You know, like, it's the joining of Castile and Aragon in marriage by having a child to fuse their two kingdoms. But, uh, unfortunately, the writers decide to have this happen all in one night. So after Makie has been, you know... Uh, finger banged by some psychic demon guy who 
apparently he's a track star i don't know he does a lot of running <laughs> yeah uh then is mouth rage by worm or fuzzle rump fuzzle dumpling <laughs> fuzzle dumpling <laughs> by a worm and then is you know gang raped by three demons for i don't know say two hours it's a while we're not, it's not like we're looking at the clock while this is going on. Well, you in, can estimate that. In movie time. A significant amount of time has passed. Her first instinct after that is to desire intimacy from a man she just met that night. Well, I'm not really clear on, you know, she gets captured and he's like, I'm going to go save her. And everybody's like, well, if you love her so much, why well, you love her? You love her. You love her. You're saying you love her more than you want to protect me? You love her. You love her. You love her. And I was like... You know, the girl did just save his life. It's not out of the question that maybe he wants to repay the favor. Yeah. Without love. And it's not out of the question that after these two people who had been in this extremely stressful situation could want to get together and do the nasty. Disregarding all the rape stuff. Like, if if none of that had happened, it's not unthinkable (laughs) that after this long night, you know... You would seek that happens. kind of comfort. Yeah. So, why isn't that the story instead of, like, they fell asleep or they fell in love in six hours and now are, like, going to be together forever? Well, it's not even that they fell in love for six hours. It What really gets me is just, like, the people who wrote this show don't even bother to think about what a real woman would act like in these situations. Yeah. Well... I mean, obviously, I think that's just some of the tropes of like your audience. Obviously, Taki is going to be thinking about hitting it and quitting it. But a girl, He's no, just that kind of the guy. Yeah, absolutely. What I can't, you said something, and I wanted to make a joke off it, but I can't remember the riff at all. It was something about the uh, getting together, and oh yeah, it was going to be a joke about not wanting to cuddle. Oh yeah, because he. <laughs> oh yeah, Taki's probably not going to fall in love with this girl anyway. Because he's all about, you know, just... He's a player. And being a player has saved his life (laughs) tonight. I thought the radio saved his life. No, the radio saved our life. Oh, my mistake. (laughs) Um, What's that radio? Radio? What's going on with that radio? (laughs) Continue. Uh, Yeah, because if Taki had really been interested in, you know forming a, a solid bond with women, his Peter would have gotten chomped off in a spider woman's gina mouth. It was only by virtue of his uh, scandalous attitude towards <laughs> sexual relations that he got out of that one with his ding-dong intact. I think it's, yeah. Cuddling is lame. And not only is oh, it lame, yeah. it's dangerous. I was 14. <laughs> it's dangerous. You know, one second, you just want to be close, and the next second... You're bleeding out of your twigs and berries. <laughs> and a lot of blood rushes through there, dude. Especially you you at that interval. You ain't recovering. I mean, granted, he's Japanese, so the wound won't be exactly gaping. <laughs> oh, However, zing, you cut zing. Quick. But yeah, I. Wicked City has a lot of things that make you really want to like it. And the thing that makes me really want to like it is the ridiculous gun Taki carries around. Because every time he shoots it, they pan back to him, and he's stuck in something. Men in Black basically stole this idea. Yeah, with the... Uh, along with the whole movie of black-suited people defending the world from aliens with a... I, I guess it's not that tough a concept to grasp, but I like to think that they were like, hey, we'll make, take this and pretty it up for the American audience. It's like, well, what, what, what sections of Wicked City are we going to cut out to make Men in Black? I don't know. How about all the rape scenes? We <laughs> well, can then start not much of a there. Movie left. <laughs> and that's why you, yeah. But like, unlike Will Smith's goofy pussy gun from Men in Black, Taki has a real gun, and it doesn't just make you fly backwards; it breaks whatever you hit <laughs> when you fly backwards. <laughs> so you always like, you'll see the bad guy basically erupt into this. I don't know, geyser of sparks. Of yeah. And then you flash back to Taki, and his ass is stuck in a yeah, cracked up he's wall. He's now embedded in the wall. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Every time it happens, I laugh. Because when I see that, then I think about, you know, him getting shot into, like, a, a vending machine. 
or <laughs> the fact that he should just have like, like an, the meat meat counter in the yeah. grocery store. <laughs> just think like that would hams be, flying everywhere. There's like a wedding cake behind him that he just like splats into. <laughs> Well, I think one of my favorite things is near the end when he fires the gun into that broken up wall and just flies through the wall. Yeah. Because that concrete was not strong enough. I don't know why he even needs the gun. Because his body is so durable. He's nigh invincible. Yeah. I mean, I know we see him get stabbed, but at the same time, he's breaking walls. If there's a force against me that's like going to break a solid cement wall, it's probably just going to break me. Yeah. Turn you into a Joel pancake. Or just like the every time he shoots the gun, it hits him in the face and knocks him unconscious. Well, he better not miss. <laughs> like, Got to set your weight correctly. It takes him like 10 minutes to fire. Yeah, get your stance. He doesn't want to look at him. Because... Yeah. It's like holding over here. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's A, he's got an incredible grip, excellent motor control, really strong arms, and... An unbreakable ass, which is constantly being thrown through things that are harder than the average human ass. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's what they train you to be in the Black Guard. Yeah. To have buns of steel. <laughs> your first... You own the whole workout series. <laughs> 15 minutes a day, Suzanne Joel. Summers. 15 minutes a day. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes. I wish that's all it took. Then I'd be in the black card. You're going to be spending 15 minutes a day wiping your eyeballs off (laughs) for the rest of your life. (laughs) After having seen this movie. Oh, man. Yeah, this is like, you know, the three seconds or the the intervals in Ninja Scroll where this like stuff happens and you're like, oh, thank God that's over and I don't have to deal with it for another half an hour. Well, you know, it's the same guy. Yeah. So... I feel like he really, you know, he hit his stride with Wicked City. He's like, I'm not... You know, I really feel like I, I missed something with Ninja Scroll. They, what did I miss? Of course, Ninja Scroll came out later. Oh, really? Ninja Scroll was in the 90s. That's true. This was made in the 80s. That what is up 80s? with this weird-ass moral arc that Japan has? Like, I feel like in America, we've been slowly, like, moving more towards, like, being... So you're thinking, like... Okay with 80s, certain sexual standards. Japan was bottom of the barrel, and then in the 90s, they, like, went up. And then now in 2000, we went right back down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking, maybe it's just because I don't live there, but I've noticed a sort of continuous, a certain moral arc in American culture. Uh, but Japan just... Maybe it's just, like, flatlining the whole time. It's like, they've been the same forever. Why are we going to change now? <laughs> Ever since they made that painting of the or woodcut of the guy or the chick with the octopus, we knew that Japan was lost, and that was like 500 years ago. <laughs> yeah, with the whole ukiyo-e thing. Yeah, not my scene, I guess, but somebody's got to like it. The fisherman's wife. Good flick. I don't know. As much as you mis- might dislike Wicked City. I still like it, even for its flaws. There are definitely things I could do without being in the movie. But I really feel like they had a great idea here and then crapped it up because, like, Yoshiaki Kawajiri is, like, such a pervert, (laughs) basically, is what it boils down to. And if you excise all the rape scenes from the movie, like, Makie actually is a pretty competent character. In fact, she kills more people than... Or at least they're on even footing. Yeah. And then she gets superpowers at the end and kills the main bad guy. But, like, that kind of pales in comparison to her, like, oh, just shut up and take an attitude in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is like, you can, first off, you can control your fingernails and grow them and use them as weapons. But what more? You have total prehensile control of your hair (laughs) as a weapon. But this never comes up. Like... Yeah, how do you how do you get captured? Like in the scene with the she apparently forgets all about her powers because she's being handcuffed. But you know when you're handcuffed, you can turn your wrists in and you have razor sharp fingernails that can cut through anything. Well, strong enough to cut through a person. So probably strong enough to cut through handcuffs unless they're demon handcuffs. Well, even still, maybe that's one of the dark worlders. He chose handcuffs for his human world form. And they have, you know, little tiny handcuffs going to every individual strand of hair. Yeah. <laughs> They're all bonded together. Maybe they just braided it. 
And that's what makes her some wicked cornrows. She's like, <laughs> "Oh, my powers are useless." She's like patting it because it itches. <laughs> that's yeah. The fact that you just pointed that out makes that one rape scene just totally ridiculous. More ridiculous than it already was, which was already well. Totally it just ridiculous. makes it well. It just makes it totally obvious that the reason it's in there is because they wanted to put rape in a movie. Yeah, and they wanted to put like really gross, perverted crap in here. Yeah. For shame. I could even do by like the girl who's turns into goo and absorbs the guy, or the girl who turns into a vagina and tries to absorb. But the There's girl who turns into a vagina, you know, we've all seen that before. And anyway, she gets <laughs> shot through the chest. <laughs> yeah, she gets it. I like it. A lot of times in this movie, these these guys have superpowers, and they don't work on Taki just because he doesn't want them to. <laughs> Like, she's hypnotizing them, and then all of a sudden he's like, I'm not hypnotized. Well, and the like, really funny thing right is... through the vagina on her chest. Well, it's chest her whole body. The chest vagina. <laughs> he aims for the center of the mass, and he hits her vagina. Just to give you an idea of things. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's really funny because she's like, what are you planning? And the whole time she's asking, what are you planning? You're watching Taki draw a pistol. Are you even reading his mind? Yeah. Do you not see this coming? Because I can see it, and he's inside of you. Well, the Black Worlds haven't really mastered the finesse of interrogation <laughs> yet. They're still kind of working on the brute force method. <laughs> and also, you know, opening your chest into a vagina takes a lot of concentration. A lot of concentration, you got to divert something. You're not too aware of your surroundings. Maybe the guy next to her with the arm swords should have figured it out. <laughs> I don't even really know what power... Like, how does that even constitute a power? Elbow swords? Yeah. Especially in your main body guys. Like, yeah, I can make... I have extensible elbow swords. What about it? Yeah. They're spikes. I shoot them from my elbows. I turn into stone, but it doesn't matter. Well, he doesn't even turn into stone. Oh, right. He dies. And Taki... He turns to stone. No. Taki shoots those guys, and then for some reason, they drip from the ceiling onto him. Oh, right. Yeah, and form his, like, his stone power. armor. And then That's... he gets shot in the mouth anyway. So, he didn't need stone armor... You needed a really powerful retainer. <laughs> That's another really cool scene, though, when Taki shoots all those guys and punches one guy through his head. That is pretty impressive. And then, like, he shoots two guys, and then he gets up and runs forward to the other three guys and punches one of them in the head <laughs> and, like, runs right by him and turns around and shoots the other two. It's like, why didn't you just shoot all of them? Because that would be cool. And Taki Renzaburo is all about cool. Those are the kind of aesthetics decisions that He's I can get behind. Up pimp. You know, if you have the option to punch through someone's head or to shoot them, you better punch through their head because it's just <laughs> that much once. cooler. Like those are the kind of you know extraneous, throw safety to extra the violent decisions that I'm going to get behind. The other kind of extraneous, extra things I'm not going to get behind are all like the sexual creep me out stuff that this show is just full of even when that spider lady dies she basically gets electrocuted in the vagina yeah <laughs> but you don't feel any sympathy for her because she's a spider lady I don't anyway and a real man wouldn't <laughs> I'm sorry Joel I'm not sympathetic for her I'm controlled just like, by your emotions I just don't you see gotta be hard <laughs> you gotta like Taki Renzavaro <laughs> Which you gotta has be both willing. physical and metaphorical connotations. <laughs> and emotional. Not for him. <laughs> but for everybody else. He's just like Galgo 13. Oh, man. It's like, lady, hurry up and get off of me. Because this ain't working for Galgo 13. <laughs> I really like the non-rape parts of the movie, as I've said earlier. I agree. But, like, I just... Everybody... There aren't enough of them. Every, well, there definitely aren't. But... Everybody in this movie is so cool and knows they're so cool. Like, I really wish they would make more movies like this where everybody is just so convinced about how cool they are. They've all like, reached that section of Maslow's Triangle. Like in that, the, or where it's like, you know, self Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, yeah, they've all got the self-actualization down. Like in the first fight with the two guys on the airstrip, when Taki runs up and punches a hole in this guy's chest and the tentacles come out, and then he jumps backwards, and they have like a little dialogue about it before they fight again. Like, I really like stuff like that. And Me I wish the too. whole movie was like that. Because, you know, his tentacles are wiggling around. He's like, oh, 
well, looks like you're a little overexcited. And the guy's like, oh, I'll try and control myself. He's like cracking his neck <laughs> as the tentacles recede back into his body. And then like his head pops up and jumps off at him. And he shoots it. Actually, yes. This isn't your usual sort of toy. I'll try to contain myself. Like, that's awesome. Or even before that, earlier in the fight scene, when, for some reason, I guess in Japan in the 80s, you could just walk onto an airstrip with a gun, no less. <laughs> like, nobody cared. So, it's, and instead of logically, instead of going to the terminal to pick up your guy, you're going to just walk onto the airstrip. Maybe he's going to meet him outside the The funny plane thing room. is they walk onto the airstrip and they end up in the terminal anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> after they have that fight, they watch the plane explode from the terminal. But anyway, like, you know, it's, it's really atmospheric and he's walking with his hands in his pocket looking all cool in his suit. And then the two guys kind of like show up. And then they don't say anything to each other. They just start running parallel, like in a samurai movie. And then they jump in the air and people are, like, kicking each other and crap. Like, that is a pretty cool fight We scene. needed way more of that. It's the same thing as, uh, as Ninja Scroll. Like, Kawajiri is, like, very confident in making these characters that are just, like, so lackadaisical about everything but yet so in tune with like exactly what they need to do yeah. in any situation so it's like everything is no effort to them and it's just it's like expected and they do everything you want them to do until the worm comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there are, yeah it's definitely true in each of his movies there's the the worm moment and i yeah. like metaphorically like it's the scene you know with the stone giant or the conference with uh the the poison lady while you're doggy styling yeah. or you know the snake that slithers out of the chick's vagina and you're just like the rest come of the on this is good i really want to be able to appreciate this wholeheartedly i'm behind what you're doing you know it's kind of like the it's like a star athlete who's incredibly talented you know it's got all the right moves but it's, had a rough upbringing, makes a lot of bad decisions involving like drugs and violence, and gets into fights on the court and things. And you're just like, come on, man. You've got all the right stuff. <laughs> just get rid of this other crap and you're fine. Not, uh, it's a bit too late for Wicked City now, I guess. Absolutely. But it's like if we replace Worm Rape with flowers. Like, I'm going to be honest. But like, in the flowers, there's a shotgun. <laughs> Like in Terminator Like too. in Terminator. <laughs> the majority of the reason I like the show is because I really like uh, Taki. Because I really like these characters who are just totally smarmy and cocky and can back it up, but like not really. Like Jubei in Ninja Scroll. Exactly. Like he's got mad skills, but he's also like a total oaf. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. And... But he he's really not aware that he's, like, sort of this awkward, stumbling, win-by-accident guy. Mm -hmm. And Taki's a lot like that, too. And plus, I really think chicks in suits are hot. So it's like, you know, that and there's aliens, I guess. So it's like trifecta of things I think are cool. <laughs> Notice how rape did not play into that equation. <laughs> Thankfully so. What is there to say? It's... I don't think watch we've covered... it with your mom around. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Don't watch it in the same state as your mother. Yeah, you might want to leave the country. Like, charter a jet. <laughs> watch this in international waters. Don't watch this waters. below 10,000 feet elevation. <laughs> Just be, it's, the air is... Uh, sound doesn't travel as far. The air is a lot more dispersed out there. Yeah, so, no so one will know. will hear you. No one will kick down your door Put, thinking wear you're... Wear headphones you're... <laughs> regardless, though. But keep your back to a wall so nobody walks up behind you. Because <laughs> if you get caught like that, that could be awkward. Yeah. This is like the third anime movie I saw, too. <laughs> so, well, it was one of the few that Video strange, Library had. Yeah, it was a strange childhood for me, I guess. I don't know. Are you serious? I think childhood ended as soon as you saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good point. Wicked City. I think, I think it's a good time, but with many, many qualifications around that. <laughs> First thing you see is your impression point, and then there are a 
thousand different threads that well, I mean, like, spout off from that. Alright, if you want to be honest, like, the first anime I ever saw was, like, you know, Wicked City, uh... Karate rolls all the way and suits... Wicked City? Suits are the best art house at midnight or what? No, there was an anime shelf... There was an anime shelf at my video store. Blockbuster, sure, okay. And, uh... Well, this was Wicked a, uh, City had a but wait, wasn't it you, Dave, who was saying you liked Wicked City and Joel didn't? Yeah, I love Wicked City. That's one of my favorite movies. I think I like Demon City Shinjuku more than Wicked City. Demon City Shinjuku is like Wicked City light. It's like I can almost feel comfortable showing this to my mom if the plant wasn't sort of raping this girl. Yeah, the thing is, is like... Demon City Shinjuku has beaten people with a stick. Cutting people through with a stick. Rock I can appreciate... Yeah. Rock rings. I, can, I can appreciate that more than Wicked City and the one karate roll gun that fires well, and puts it through like a wall. Giant gun and then... His giant gun and the nails. girl who gets raped eight times in the 90-minute film. Well, my problem is I have this thing with... And the melting into the womb with the old guy. I should have recorded that. The, the slow defeated, that was so creepy. 20 minutes of I watch these shows and I love them for the show that I imagine them to be. Yeah. Which is sort of why I That's like how people love Weiss Christ. They don't actually like Weiss Christ. They love it for what they imagine it to be like. Like what it could be. Well, like, whatever it was, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Sakura Diaries on the show. And essentially, Sakura Diaries is like this totally crappy show. And it is. But at its heart, you can see where someone could make a good show out of this. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of why I like Sakura Diaries, even though I don't, because it sucks. But that's the same idea about Wicked City. It's like, you got this sexy girl with nails. And if she didn't get raped, that'd be great. Because then she could, you know, use the nails and stab people. somebody. But no, instead, she gets raped like three times in the movie. No, it's like seven or eight times. Gerald kept well, count. Are we counting by person or by event? Event. Yeah, let's, okay, let's confirm this. Wait, Gerald, we're trying to get a conclusive rape count for Wicked City. I say it's about seven. Let's recount the individual event. Dave says it's three. Ex-boyfriend, the mind worm, and the gang rape while she's handcuffed. No, there was... Okay. I think that you're high and you're low. I think it's fine. All right, what are they? What is available? Because, yeah, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, it's the gang rape. Gang rape, that's... We got that one. The, uh, the mind worm tentacle yeah. in the tunnel. The, the, the... What's it called? The, that was the, messed the up. spider. The spider. Wait, she didn't rape... The, she didn't it rape... Turned, it turned into a rape. It turned into rape. He construed... He could construe it as such. All right, that's a point of contention. I, I think that's... That, that, that's four. And the last one is, is blanking on me at the moment. The consensual one in the church doesn't count. Yeah, that's like the total 80s style, sweet loving, in your clasp in the hands in the middle of the church. And the church is not on fire, and the Virgin Mary is not crying blood, and nobody has cut their finger off to crawl. Yeah, Ninja Resurrection, remember that one? I don't know. Ninja Resurrection might have been the best. The second best next to Root Search. Damn you, uh, evil Jesus. I've just finished listening to all your podcasts, and I do enjoy listening to podcasts. What are we, like, rice farming and recording audio? Eat it. <laughs> Eat it, Joel. Okay. Let me restart then. <laughs>